Welcome to season four of the Healer Haven podcast, where we talk about things we believe in that are bigger than ourselves. My name is Anne. I'm a therapist by day and a spiritualist by night, and also a firm believer in bringing science and spirituality to the same table, whether to talk about really exciting things, terrifying things with multiple lenses. And all that kind of means that I like to take an unbiased and safe view of things to create a balance and being a better human being and maybe better than the day we were before. Now, I want to change how we sometimes see that they're enemies. My whole point of starting this four seasons ago was that, in fact, these belief systems instill a lot of hope for people and in times when there's fear of the unknown. They hold one thing in common, that we can't tell what's going to happen in the future. What we can control is how we manage our lessons, whether in the past, present, or the future. And it can really impact how we see ourselves help those we love, and in turn, I do believe ripple into the world in big ways. And the coolest part of this season is I'm not going to just be talking to you and telling you what's going on or giving information, but I'm going to be working with you. I have learned the benefit of wanting others around when we're learning new things. And on the worst of days, whether it's even needing others, because this whole life, you really can't do it without a team. Sense of belonging is as important as a sense of purpose. So I look forward to working alongside of you. And the acronym we're going to be using throughout this whole season is Manifest It. The 10 episodes will represent the first letter moving down, M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-I-T. And this first one we're going to be doing M is for manifestation. What is it anyway? And this season is going to give us more control about what happens next. As I stated already, the fear of the future and the unknown is a common uneasiness for most of us. We've probably felt it at least once in our lives, whether the fear of death, abandonment, loss, maybe somebody not seeing us or understanding us, or being or feeling alone. And as I've said in past seasons and episodes, we can have fear hold us back, we can stay in shock, or we can use it to propel us forward. Season four is really dedicated to making the life that you want for yourself. This quote unquote manifestation, right? This is a hot button item on any social media platform. Even when I was looking it up on other podcasts just to see, this is, I mean, this is one of the top topics people are looking up. And there's a reason for it. It's because there's so much that's happened in the last two years where a lot of people are changing the way that they think about life, their work, things around them. And they're wanting to, more than ever, think about creating the life that they want for themselves. They're seeing a lot of people that did that even in the pandemic when things were stressful and they're wanting a piece of that, right? There's nothing wrong with wanting to make the life that you want for yourself and the belief that it is possible. So our topic today for episode one is M is for manifest. What is it anyway? So let's talk about it. It's the ultimate concept, right? That, you know, making your own happiness, thoughts become things. It's kind of wrapped into a little gift. This gift is a concept, right? The capability held within this way of life. And that's what I encourage you to see it as, a way of life rather than a definition or term. What I mean by this is it's not anyone else's but your own. That's why sometimes it's hard for people to grab onto and make tangible They're looking for a checklist, and it's not. It's a state of being and a way of life. And I say, not the act of letting go, but the art of letting go. Now, some of you listening will be coming from different paths. 
Some are fine trying to fine tune maybe your skills, right? You're more experienced in manifestation or spiritual work and you're just wanting to fine tune it. And some of you are coming because you kind of feel like a tumbleweed blown in the wind, you know? You're sick of getting caught on cactus, cacti, and you are feeling that sting from that cacti and you're wanting to not happen anymore. So when we look at this, we look at this concept, right? Sometimes people are okay being in the wind and they're like, well, I just kind of keep going in circles and I'm hitting the same cacti over and over and over again, right? And there's some people that have been stuck on the same cacti and they have some fear. What, what if I'm going to let go of it? What's to come? Now, manifestation does mean something different. Now, I would give different instruction or talk about the concept differently with each of you, right? I think of someone who's fine-tuning their skills, letting go and going off into the wind of the art of letting go, you know, uh, they might be running from things or taking on too many things, or maybe they're moving too fast and not sitting with their successes. Let the wind go around you for a little while and take it in. And those are, there are some others that it really is. It's the fear of what's to come where you're just staying in the same spot and taking that next step is really hard. But this episode is really for both of you. So both kinds of people and all kinds. So let's take a better look. We're going to move away from our cactus analogy for now. So I want to first talk actually about biological manifestation. Yeah, biological. Now, many listening had no idea this was probably a thing. I know nobody remembers their biology class from high school, most of us. Uh, but it, it basically means something constituting or expressing something else, the same, bigger, or more than. Now let's take manifestation of disease or illness. Here's the next analogy. If I have a fever, chills, high temperature sweats, right? This is manifestation of symptoms that are most likely the flu, right? They exist they're real, they affect us. There has to be a certain symptom, right? Or set of symptoms to get you to say like, you have the flu. It's smaller parts that make into a bigger whole. Um, I hope my symptoms aren't manifesting and wanting to be the flu, but that's more the biological sense. So if we move this into the spiritual concept of manifestation, there's the concept that we're placing this into the universe, these pieces of work, these things that we do, well, when you put these pieces together, you'll be manifesting to the universe things that you want. If you bring the pieces and the bigger picture into play, you work those working parts together, right? Moving and maneuvering them. You'll get the concept of making the life you want. Don't worry. I know you're really excited. Got more analogies for this because I know it's really difficult. Like I said, it's a concept, not a definition. So let's keep going. So in the spiritual realm, right, manifestation is the concept you hear a lot of people on TikTok, Instagram, right, creating the life you want. They have chants and mantras you can use to attract money manifestation. By the way, I do love that guy, King Soon, that's on it. It does the ching, ching, ching goes the money tree. I want to start singing it even now. Um, but he has that mantra and it's about a vibe. He'll even say that this is about a vibe and you communicating with the universe around you. And here's where manifestation comes into play even more. People will say, okay, well, and does the mantra work? Okay, I'll tell you this. If you feel it's going to work and you allow yourself experiences and take chances and experiences, 
and give yourself permission to receive the gifts, it'll happen. I know. Again, a concept, not a definition. So those of you who may be saying, so you're saying that if I just think it, like I'm going to get money? No. <laughs> They're not just words, but a concept, a vibration, a communication to something bigger, the universe. Here's another analogy within one. Telling somebody I love you too when you maybe don't feel that way, right? I love you too. If somebody says it to you for the first time, you're like, oh, I love you too, right? Think of your high school relationships. Now, they really say it and mean it when they say, I love you. And because of that, you're like, oh, I love you too. But you're not really feeling it. Now, the universe always has a meaningful I love you. They give you meaning and capabilities that we're ready to do this when you are. They're all in. They're really interesting. They're not clingy. They're healthy, right? It's genuine and it's kind. It's ready to help you. Now, again, your universe, actually, I want to be clear, doesn't have to be God, Guardians, Lightroom, Gaia. Doesn't have to be you know, Satan doesn't be gods or goddesses, higher grid, the abyss. I say this all the time. It's just about believing in something bigger than yourself, whether it's baseball or God. I will not define that for you and it's not appropriate. If you have any more insights that you need to listen to, season one, spirituality 101, it's a good episode. But I want to let you know that a lot of it is, right, the vibration and communication with the universe. And when you're ready to take the steps, it's ready to receive you. So again, I'm not here to define manifestation or define what your universe, your answering service or spiritual customer service looks like. Not my job. I am here to say that whatever that greater concept is, is there to help. It's waiting for you to meet it where it's at. Okay, let's use baseball. You didn't like the spiritual universe stuff. Let's go to baseball. I got you. Baseball is a sport that exists whether you decide to go play MLB, right? The Major League Baseball. Whether you decide to go play or not, it exists. But you don't just get to think you'll be good at baseball and magically at 10 years old you're recruited, right? You've never hit a ball in your life because you think it's cool and you just think that way. There are steps to take. Manifestation is allowing yourself the thought that it can be real. You can do that. You can work really hard and push past things and learn how to hit and go spend your time and money to gaining a skill, which would increase, right, the chance in, in that you're going to make it to the MLB because you put it there. Now, I say the thought it can be real. It's the vibe and concept that nothing will get in the way of your dream. So your inner critic, your perfectionistic side, Maybe it's money, toxic friends, a family member that you know in your mind that failure is now a part of the process. This is very important. Failure or fear is a part of the process. And oftentimes that failure or fear is what slows people down or stops them altogether. It is one of those cacti, we keep, you know, cactus or cacti we run into when we're riding the wind. So is failure or fear of that what's slowing you down? Because able to define this properly is truly the first step, right? Manifestation. Most jump to define your goals. This is in the podcast. Don't worry. It's probably going to be in episode three or four, though. But I want to first get you to wrap your head around this concept, the possibilities, that you are in charge of those. Let's move to science of thoughts become things. I know. I told you. Spirituality and science. We're moving all around here. Lots of analogies. But let's move to science of thoughts become things. 
anyone that has seen me in my home office, right, have been plastered on the wall behind me, thoughts become things. It is the concept that repeating the same thoughts over and over and over again as a pattern increase the likelihood that experience will take place, right? Continuing or worsening. So um, welcome to analogy. I'm telling you, I should just call this. Next one should be A for analogies. It should be the second one. If I fear school, okay, because I have social anxiety, I'll be thinking people are saying mean things about me. It'll spike my anxiety. And then I'm going to isolate. I'm going to not go to school. Then people will ask about what's happening to me, which then I'm like, oh my gosh, they're thinking about me. So my fears about people talking about me are now reinforced. I'm going to stop going to school altogether because I think that it's happening all the time. And you see the vicious cycle. They're talking and then and all of a sudden you're in this tornado downward. So thoughts become things is maybe going in and saying, maybe they're not talking about me. Flexibility. Maybe they're not. Or maybe I go and ask, right? We fact check. We thought challenge. Is that actually what's happening? And you know what? Sometimes they might be talking about you. But most of the time, openly, they're probably not. Here's a little bit of dark kind of humor slash honesty here. We really love people, but they're actually very self-identified, self-focused creatures. Doesn't mean they're not capable of doing other things, but if they're sitting there walking through the hallway, you and I know this back in high school, we're probably thinking about ourselves and what people are thinking about us. They're wondering who's talking about them if you're talking about them. So once you realize and you kind of learn this, that your fear and anxiety will reduce, that it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just becomes more manageable. It doesn't mean that nobody ever talks about you. It's Sometimes people do, but it makes it more manageable that it's not happening all the time. You put your energy and time into being flexible or maybe to being positive. And eventually, you know what? You are going to go to school and going to increase the chance you have more experiences, which I'm going to talk about more, more experiences. So this is kind of the neuroscientific representation of thoughts become things that even if experiences have prevented us from things or impacted us, we can use those thoughts and your mind to do something else, something different, safer, better. Now, eventually, right, the goal because of this, the ripple of it, is we can have more positive experiences. And positive experiences doesn't mean toxic positivity, that things will never go wrong. You're just trying to make yourself believe, and it's true, that Things happen both ways. There's balance and it's more flexible. It does not guarantee that every time you go to school or work that things will be good. No. We don't have control over outside forces, but it will not keep you from the chance of change. That's what life, that's what manifestation is about. The chance for change. Experiences and how we respond to those experiences. Now, here's a small PSA, which I rarely do, but I do want to point it out. Because this is educational only, and it's not medical recommendations, if you really do have like deeply embedded fears, phobias, trauma, I really do want to point out to seek professional help. We can't manifest our way out of things like biological factors, trauma, or medical conditions. So I really do try to just put that out there, that if there really is something bigger going on that you feel that it's really repetitive and it's potentially medical, please go get help. And there's nothing, there's more help than ever, online and in person. Okay, so let's move to our next part. So let's tie it in. Science meets spirituality, right? They both are discussing similar concepts with different words. The actions we take, the thoughts we have, contribute to the life 
we have a make. It doesn't say that bad things or roadblocks never happened. The beginning of, you know, I say, quote unquote, the art of letting go is recognizing we only have control over so much. We can't control the wind, right? The things that are around us. We just, that part of the weather, we just have to go with. And I know that's hard for a lot of us. I know that is. It's still hard for me. I tell people that I'm in a cover, even feeling like sometimes I'm more advanced in this. I'm doing this episode and these episodes to do this with you. Because not only do I need to relearn, but I need to keep redefining, redefining, excuse me, what it means. I want to learn with you. I want to, you know what? I'm actually thinking about this. I want to edit my tumbleweed analogy a little bit. Manifestation and thoughts become things doesn't mean we put ourselves to the wind, maybe, and do nothing. That the art of letting go maybe is controlling what we can, right? That it's not obsessing over things that we can't and taking steps to the life we want. So as a tumbleweed, maybe it's leaning or veering to help the greater cause ripple or goal. So that's my question for you as we end this first episode. What way are you leaning or veering today? Are you going towards a cactus or away? For those of you needing to sit with your cactus a little bit longer, lean towards a part of that cactus that maybe you think you figured out a long time ago. Now, I'm not talking about the things you dug into for years and found healing. I'm talking about the other stuff, and you know what I mean. The things we thought we had a handle on 10 or 20 years ago. That cacti can be pretty prickly, and ripping off one of those little guys, you know, I would like to say that maybe it was emotionally stabbing you in some way and hurting you. Doesn't mean the cactus doesn't have a wound still. Doesn't mean it can't reopen. Thanks for sitting here for this heavy and hard topic, but a really important one. And I love that you came in to listen. And I'm really ready to learn from you as much as we are to learn from each other. And next time, we're going to be focusing on the A in Manifest It, which is A. Are you ready to manifest? I will see you very soon. And as always, heal on, my friends. <laughs>